Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's another episode of the DNVR Rapids Podcast. I'm your host, Mitchell Carroll, a.k.a. Mitchell, a.k.a. I'm ready for some soccer, baby. This is, I am just so hyped right now. We got Women's World Cup. We got Leagues Cup. It's silly season in the market. I'm going to Vegas to watch my favorite club team play. It's, 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 it's the time to be alive, and who better to talk about it with? <laughs> <laughs> then the fellas, my guy, downtown Dwayne Brown. What's up, everybody? You're right. It is an awesome week for soccer. Great like, week. I'm super pumped about yes. Leagues Cup, Women's World Cup. Yes. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm so happy for you going to Vegas. Thank you. No horse in that race whatsoever, but happy for you. Thank you. Nonetheless. I'm sure you're, you're generally speaking, if you don't have a horse in that race, it's against my horse in the race. <laughs> generally speaking. Fair. People do not want good things for Manchester United except for Manchester United supporters. And joining us from Last Word on Sports, from the Burgundy Wave, from Holding the High Line with Rabbi in Red, it's our guy, Matt Pollard. <laughs> Thanks for having me on the show, guys. Maybe too much of an excited intro. No, to, to my your, guy. To your point, Dwayne, it's like the there was the old uh, oatmeal cartoon for the first day of the 2014 World Cup, and it's like what it was like for non-soccer people on the internet. <laughs> right. And the guy's just sitting there at his computer, and then like a soccer ball flies out of the screen and hits him in the face, and then gradually like it starts like pummeling into his mouth, and like then his entire room is just like a bouncy ball cave, <laughs> but with soccer balls, I and him that. just being completely drowned in the soccer. That's how I feel right now, and that's probably how I feel until like the end of August. It's... It, I can't think of a better time to watch soccer right now. We're, what, a month from Premier League games to your Fulham, my United, Dwayne's Wolves. Mm-hmm. Actually, first game of the season is United Wolves. Oh, that's unfortunate for me. I'm excited for it. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, though. Um, okay, guys, there's been a lot going on. We're going to talk about a little bit about the Women's World Cup. We're going to talk Leagues Cup for sure. We're going to play a little game at the end of the show. Um, but first, Dwayne, you've been out of town. Matt, it's been a while since we had you on. Um, so the news, of course, in the Rapids world being uh, the big one, Gutman already in. And we talked about that at length. And Navarro, mm-hmm. not in yet, but on his way. Matt, just what was your gut reaction to both of those signings? Uh, Andrew Gutman, I was extremely excited. And, you know, Rabbi and I talked about how it took like three games for us to be convinced that Connor Ronan was going to be legit at the start of the season. It's taken Andrew Gutman 180 minutes. And in reality, it probably only took me 30 minutes of that game against Houston, Dallas, whenever his debut Dallas, was. Yep. All the games kind of bleed together at this point. So Gutman, absolutely fantastic. I like what I see from a um from just a highlight reel on youtube standpoint for navajo navajo yes um for the habits 
Yeah, I think he I, I think he ticks all the boxes in terms of style of play from what we're looking for. That being said, I still understand where some fans have some concerns given what happened the last time the Rapids brought in a Palmeiras player. I think the fact that they're giving the fact that he's coming in has a second half of a season to get settled in to hit the ground running for next season is really nice as well. I can understand where some fans have some skepticism that the $5 million valuation or what I and others have reported as a half million dollar loan fee plus 4.5 yes. million in the purchase option. However you want to cut that check, feel free to do so. Um, <laughs> fans thinking, okay, that's putting a valuation on a player, but that's not yet KSC committing the dollars yet. I can understand where there's some skepticism if that loan does not work out and if Navajo doesn't adjust well to MLS. Dwayne. What Matt said. Perfect. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Dwayne, who, who who's not excited about Navarro coming in? I mean, I think some people. We've, we've been I think clamoring. the Lucas Lucas not working out. I think he worked out sort of, but there was you know him being like a total head case, and then them yeah. not purchasing, and then Max gambling his way uh, out of soccer. Everybody's yeah. been work just clamoring for a striker for so long. A DP striker. A DP yeah. striker, and now we have one incoming, and. We'll see, you know, none of us know. I, I think there's a lot of good data out there, both, you know, numbers-wise and, you know, just looking with your eye-wise, you know, at the yes. highlight reels and stuff. Passes the eye test with shows flying some great colors. Things. Yeah, so, I mean, there's reasons, I think, way more reasons to be excited about this than to take the everything sucks, so I'm going to be very wary on this, like, Screw it, man. Let's have fun. Let's see what he brings. Um, I'm hoping to see some just freaking crazy goals. Like, that's... I just see goals. And I, and I think that's going to happen. And, like, and I'm and excited for that. To keep going on, like, the point... I just want to see goals. I just want to see some goals, man. I want to see a goal at home, Dwayne. I'm excited for to it. To see some of the stuff that people are, are not stoked about. They point to he hasn't played very much for Palmeiras. Yeah. Oh, well, he's behind a little guy named yeah. Hendrik. I ever heard of him. <laughs> yeah. He just got sold for like a billion dollars to Real Madrid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think we're so. OK, guys, questions that Love I was mulling over on HTHL this week that sure. I think is a worthwhile discussion topic. Listen to HTHL. 11 league games. If we're believing Navajo's Instagram story, he is not current. He is not yet. He's yet to touch down. I believe in that. Denver. Yeah. And so if he's not here or traveling right now that means he's not going to be here before friday or saturday i doubt he's playing on sunday against nashville so let's say 11 league games plus one leagues cup game and tbd if there'll be a knockout leagues cup game in there Dwayne, what does production or what does performance look like to where navajo's learning curve with mls is a success Goals. Goal. <laughs> Just let me see goals, the goals. goals. I think to How me. So are you saying for the rest of the season? Yeah, let's like see. So, what we've so got. 11 league games starting August 20th. What do you want to see from him in those 11 games? In those 11 games, I want to see. And this is me being just optimistic, like just excited and happy and optimistic. Um, 11 games. Let's go five goals. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go I think you want to see goals. half a goal a game, Yeah, which I don't think is crazy to be expected from a DP striker mm -hmm. in this league. I think a half would goal a game is a mark. Would be for us this season, but, you know. Half goal a game in, would put him on the course of a full season just over last year's record tying season from yeah. Diego Rubio, yeah. right? So um, I think that's reasonable. Maybe throw an assist or two in there. Mostly, 
just make the offense fun again. Make, yes. <laughs> make attacking soccer interesting again mm-hmm. for the Colorado Rapids because right now you can write the script that's going to play out in this Nashville game, probably in this Deluca game, and every other game in the MLS going forward if this is the exact roster we're going to see. Yeah. It's very predictable. Yeah, I think it's it's weird. So I, I like your shout of, I think I said on HDHL this week, Dwayne, I think I said five goal contributions. So if that looks assist goals, however you want to count we it. Are, we are aligned. Yes. the But I think the big thing for me is stuff that's not necessarily quantifiable or out there in public where you saw it took Max a little while to get used to it from a cultural standpoint. Obviously, his English was much better after his first 12 months as well. As we've seen, Navajo, he's pronouncing the Hapids. Colorado Rapids, the Hapids, which... I love it. Okay, maybe I'm the only member <laughs> of the media. The name. Maybe I'm the only person who's getting... <laughs> yes, maybe he can make the, the Rapids happy Hapids again. So I, for it. I, I'd love to see him getting along with his teammates. I'd love to see a real connection with Woldy Harris in training and I would love to see him on and off the pitch get settled quicker than a Brian Galvan was during COVID quicker than Max was as well and I think you have that then I think if you're talking about by February of next year you have a guy who again can hit the ground running rather than him still being on that learning trajectory which as we see David Goss theorem takes players a year so Max started that first CCL game he was eligible for Mm -hmm. right uh, the, the freezing cold game. The scored first, in that game. Yeah, scored a goal. Uh, started the LAFC game, and then I believe started the home opener against Atlanta, and then didn't get a start again until September, I think. Maybe a couple spot starts here and there, but wasn't a regular, mm-hmm. right? It took him a while. I think uh, Rafa is going to have the advantage of getting minutes from the second he gets here, and yeah. I would be shocked if he comes off the field. Yes, because <laughs> Yappi's not scoring, yes. and I think everyone's done with the Kevin Cabral at striker Correct. experiment. This guy well. can have 90 minutes as long as he can breathe at altitude. Yes. Elevation, sorry, not altitude. That's a bone that I haven't picked on this podcast yet, but it gets me. Okay. Altitude's in the air. Elevation is on the ground. Yes. You're not at altitude. Yes. Although soccer at altitude what if, what would if, be pretty tight. What if he's? What if you're doing a header set piece? That's altitude. Okay, there we go. Max, who adds Let's altitude go. to that team for sure. It's <laughs> yeah. a good point, Dwayne. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, let's see. Where do you guys? Let's. Should we go into maybe some leagues cup talk now? Do you guys want to talk some? Maybe some. Oh no, let's talk silly rumors. Let's yes. talk rumors. Silly rumors. We just had a move. Uh, Gressel from Vancouver to Columbus. So. Um, another sort of defensive piece out of the West, which is nice when you bring in a guy like Gutman and Rafa, where you have more attacking pieces in your fold, get him out, send him to the East. On a side note, it makes me like Columbus even more. And I've been in on them now for about a month, mm-hmm. maybe six weeks where I'm just like, this team could win the cup. Six weeks. I felt that way. Like a month in maybe they're Maybe. A, a month in a month into the season in terms of them being one of the most watchable teams. In they MLS. just score so many goals and they give up a lot of goals. Yes. But <laughs> but if you put up two goals in a playoff game, I like your chances to, to advance Indubi. and they can put up three or four. Yeah, because Cucho is like that. Um, uh, Zellerayon is like that. That whole team is just super fun. So yes. um, adding a defensive piece to them is pretty interesting. We'll see how that goes. Um, any other rumors, moves in this last week that you uh, would want to highlight, talk about, caught your eye? Either one of you. Did you guys hear about this messy thing? Whoa! <laughs> what? What? And them obviously breaking all the rules <laughs> to bring in the 2015 Barcelona squad. Uh, <laughs> 
2014. So Miami. Get this. You're not going to believe who they brought in. No, I'm just kidding. It is a good move, obviously. Yeah, messy. Yeah, it's yeah. a great move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll take it. And Jordi Alba was official. And then haven't they rumored Iniesta as well? 40-year-old so. Iniesta, Busquets. Oh, my God. Uh, and Suarez <laughs> is still getting rumors. Oh, my God. I... I have okay, so I guess my thought to your point, Dwayne, about we're not sure how they're doing this. I think we're gonna see. I think they're, after the fact, just like with Giovanni dos Santos <laughs> to LA Galaxy, I think we're gonna see a rule added in after the fact that allows the roster loopholes to happen, and then just becomes available to everybody else like the final week of the transfer window as well. It's stupid. They're probably breaking the rules as well, but also Messi's playing in the other conference, and I want chaos. So. Yeah. Let's bring it in. Listen, we've got two weeks of total lawlessness right now. There are no rules. There are no rules. The league Let's is bring t- in the league officials are distracted by the so. tournament. You can do anything. <laughs> there are no rules. Bring in anybody. As uh, I think we were, I was interacting with uh, uh, Wanners and Jared on Twitter today. Um, trans Lonus Balogun, Arsenal. Come on. Yes. Why not? Let let him cook in the MLS for six months. End of season, eleven games. And you come back, short term loan. Why I, not? I think he finds a good opportunity elsewhere in France or maybe lower. Yeah, down of in course. The You're gonna send that. him to Blackburn or Birmingham or somewhere where he's an hour away and not. Yeah. A well, Norwich needs travel. a striker now that Timo Pukki is absolutely cooking for Minnesota. Here. So that's the other. That that's was maybe one of the, the other one that I think is interesting. I loved that signing. For some reason, I had in my head that he's from Iceland, but outside of that, <laughs> everything about that, I loved. Mm-hmm. Loved. That guy is awesome. Yeah. That Norwich partnership with uh, uh, Sargent, super fun moments. Mm-hmm. More so in the championship than when they went up, but uh, just just a fun, fun move there. Yeah. Does it change how you approach Minnesota as a Rapids slash just MLS person? Like... He's really good. Like their striker position is now better, but does it fundamentally change a lot about them as like a Western Conference power? I think it makes them more relevant in terms of being able to be a dragon slayer or a giant slayer when it comes to the playoff situation because I think you saw it so many times. It was Reynoso. Okay, Reynoso's the sun in their solar system, absolutely. But if a Robin Lode, if a Franco Fragapane, if whichever striker Adrian Heath was beefing with that particular month wasn't scoring it was just so Reynoso dependent so now you have you're very similar to the Cucho Hernandez Lucas Celebrion standpoint where you've got a number 10 that can cook for him and cook for everybody else around him you have decent enough support pieces as well and without a doubt get the ball to your number 10 have him pass it to your number nine for tap-ins as well that should be of a continuously reliable thing to happen and for that to get taken away there are other ways in which you can hurt them offensively where just everything about particularly from a rapid standpoint when you played Emmanuel Reynoso when you played Minnesota United you stop Reynoso you stop the opponent when the Rapids got wins against Minnesota they shut down Reynoso and nobody else particularly had it when it went really poorly it's usually because Reynoso cook was cooking yeah yep I uh I just like watching Pookie I like saying Pookie I like <laughs> I like being represented as a bald guy on screen. It's nice to know that they're out there. Not bald by choice, clearly bald by losing his hair. Yeah. Uh, I, I've been close <laughs> enough to Andrew Gutman. This is not a shaved head situation. No, he's a bald Mitch, guy like yes, me. So no, oh, you, yeah. you have representation yeah. in the Rapids locker room. Mini Ten Hag, let's go. <laughs> he's, he's all natural, organic. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, those are the big ones to me. Um, 
Brenner leaving, that's not new, but changes how Cincinnati maybe approaches this back half of the season. It's going to be Vasquez, 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 Vasquez. Yeah. Um, which I wonder. He looked good at the Gold Cup, you know, so. I think you I think you keep him together and tell him, let's do something special, let's win something, and then we'll reward you with that move in January with your stock being slightly up as well. Yeah, because he gets to now not have to share the ball with Brenner. That's Yeah, it's like one less person. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think there could be, I, th I could understand there being some concern from an FC Cincinnati brass standpoint of halfway or, you know, two-thirds of, two of the way through the season, you have two different starting strikers from who you had previously. But hey, if moving out Vasquez just means Dom Baji starting in an MLS Cup when FC Cincinnati wins it, I'd be here for that. <laughs> Let's go. Um, there hasn't been a whole lot on the Rapids front, guys. Mm -mm. Obviously, there was uh, there was the Ecuadorian and the Turkish midfielder who I both kind of debunked or said there's not that much going on there. And the two big moves that were rumored have already now been official. Yes. But we had some media availability with... Horace yes. Mick recently, and he mentioned that there were two positions of need that they were looking for. I have strong reason to suspect listeners that that is a center back possibly, and then something else going on in the midfield or a winger. A and he said that they've targeted in on one player at one of those positions that they'll be pursuing as well. I would say three big swings for the Rapids would be a good summer transfer window for me. Sure. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, the thing that in that availability that Porg that really stood out was his his uh absolute disappointment in the St. Louis game particularly right and then you start doing the math who was in that 11 right like he's cuz he you know he's I would be shocked if there weren't outbounds from there, that group there have to be just from a roster numbers standpoint at this you point you absolutely need you can't bring in a third person without yes. moving somebody else so i mean you could look at they have the option to end Danny Leva's loan early. Does I that then? I don't think they will. That's just my gut. I don't know that based on anything. I, I just think, think the, they'll keep him. Yeah, I think the question is, do you want to give more minutes to somebody who's going to be with you longer? Because obviously there's not an option to bring Leva in long term. So is Leva playing 400 minutes in these final 11 games that you could give to a Ralph Priso, that you could sign Yosuke Hanya to a first team contract and That's bring him up move. as well? Those are the questions that I would have on that front. But I mean, you look at it. I, I have to think, especially if they're bringing another center back and if they're as high on Moise Bombito as I am, I don't know that Danny Wilson and Lal Sabubakar are back this year as starters. I think that's a valid question. And then just bringing in another forward is one of those others. You know, Jonathan Lewis, Sam Nicholson, I think would have some trade value for somebody looking to fill a role off the bench for a team. And then Brian Acosta and Michael Barrios are both out of contract as well. Yeah. Could you get a couple hundred K in GAM for any of those players that I just mentioned? Yes. For a team that's looking at, hey, we're going to bring you in. You're a super stub and you're on a team that has a chance to win a trophy. I think those are convincing opportunities for Could the, a Cincy be interested in one of those guys? Yeah. Could, you know, Cincinnati, Seattle Sounders, maybe um, a team looking to make a playoff push as well and we're you know there's so many other moving parts with other teams to where maybe they sell high on somebody or they're trying to bring in somebody and it doesn't work in that final week that league in Europe has their window closed and then it's the final two or three days it's like okay you know would you give us 650k for Jonathan Lewis at that point maybe I think you're gonna see at least a one for one right yeah so that could be that midfield or center back uh, spot and then I think you just see a couple outbound to free up the chance for a Yosuka Anya to come up and get a first team contract yeah. and to see maybe a Remy Cabral has played himself into a first team contract he's been awesome with Rapids too mm -hmm. um, 
it's really interesting. And, you know, we, we are lucky to have the distraction of, of Women's <laughs> World Cup and Leagues Cup <laughs> to kind of not hyper-focus on Thank these goodness. little transactions that ultimately aren't going to really change the fortunes of the club one way or the other. But... I don't know. I also really like being hyper-focused on little transactions that don't affect the club one way or the other, ultimately. <laughs> it's fun. It's silly season. It's yeah. fun to be silly. Dwayne, what's the silliest move you could come up with for the Rapids? Silliest move? Silliest. Oh, I don't know. Trade everybody for Messi and just run a one versus 11. <laughs> that would be happens. silly. <laughs> See what happens. That's, that's, that's not legal according to the laws of the game. Well, there's no laws right seven now. Guys on there's the no laws right now. No, laws. no laws. It's a lawless world. So, and I'm just, I'm just. I think the move would it. be Ronaldo, right? That would be the move. Ugh. That would be the silliest. Oh uh, well, I mean, by his own admission, he does not want to take a step down from the Saudi Pro League. How about, oh, yeah. How about oh my God! Okay. How about a name? Tell us, tell us, Lionel Messi is living rent free <laughs> in your head without saying Lionel Messi doesn't have to pay for his condo in Miami because he lives rent free in my head. Jesus, dude! What a look! I I think it's very impressive all the players they've gotten and every good player going there. Obviously, makes the league better. A league does not entirely live on its stars. It sustains itself through the middle class of players, right? That's through the middle class of teams. And teams. Because with the way that you have it with PIF, you've got the four teams that are owned by PIF effectively creating a football group within their own league, plus Newcastle as well. And then it's 14 poverty franchises effectively. And you can't, you like, as much as you want to say, like, oh, look, we added, pick one of those guys, Alex Tellis. Cool. MLS has Alex Tellis's. Mm hmm. Right? Like, Alex Ellis, sure, he played at United and, and wherever they loaned him out to last yeah. year. Um, but, like, I'll take the depth of the MLS 10 times out of 10 over the stars and nothing below them in that Saudi league. Make a best 11 of the last four transfer windows, including this transfer window, of players that MLS has exported to Europe and players that the Saudi Pro League has exported to Europe. Yes. And the MLS best 11 does to them what Arsenal did to the All-Stars last night. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, I've got a more realistic, silly one. Okay. I've given this some time, as you guys were (laughs) talking about this. I've given this some time now. (laughs) All right. Here's my move. Okay. Uh, should we be eliminated from the playoffs when that should, math, should we be? when that mathematically <laughs> happens? Uh, everyone but keeper on the team draws straws. Okay, short straw gets to play as rapid man. Whoa! For every match, that is silly. That's what I want. What a That's silly! That's what I want. That, first team that contract would, for Rapid Man. Pat. I want a first team contract for Rapid Man. <laughs> um, we pack that stadium, man. Like that's how we get it done. It, it's it's Rapid Man uh, at any position, you know. I, I believe. I mean, that keeper would be the obvious best position for him. As he has just that much extra reach and yeah, length on his head to st- and cushion. The set pieces, though, I mean, he could he could be that big man that we need. It would be really hard to direct, I think, with the you know what I mean. No, with it's the, the water, man. He just uses the flow. Just push it f- the flow. <laughs> Andrew Weeby for MLSsoccer.com did a best eleven of MLS mascots, and he had 
Rapid Man at center back. Perfect. You figure super tall, defensive cranial abilities, giant head. Nobody's winning a header off of him. Sunglasses so he won't lose the ball in the sun yeah, on, on super, deep balls. Yeah. yeah, and then super, you know, his arm game as well in terms of finishing. He's, He's basically Lal Sububakar with water instead of whatever <laughs> that palm tree is Lawless has going on. Love it. Okay. Let's go. Yeah. Um, okay, let's get into a little League's Cup talk, and then we'll get into a little Women's World Cup talk. Not a ton. Just kind of want to get some general thoughts, who you're rooting for, stuff like that. But first, what do you have, Dwayne? I, I was going to get quick. This Are you is getting very, sillier? No, 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 no. no. Very, <laughs> very quick, just because we did, we did touch on the Miami thing and just sure. all the lawlessness. Given all of the lawlessness happening, all the chaos over there, Knee-jerk reaction. Do they climb into the playoffs no. from the bottom? What do you think? No. No. I don't think so either. Just curious. Now, if they thought? get into the playoffs, that'd be fun. Because they could, I mean, if they well, do, they'd have to get through the play-in. for no right? laws. So no more laws if they get in. No they would have laws. to win a best of three play-in, and then they're the last seed in, right? Well, no, it's the, so they're playing it's, the two it's seed. eight versus nine as the right. play in game there. Right. And then it's a best of three in the um, in the round after that. And then it's and then from that point on, it's two legs until you get the MLS Cup. Jesus Christ. There's Why do they change the format? There's your silliness right yeah. there. I <laughs> hate that so much. That being said, if they do see, I actually like them a lot less if they get into the playoffs now, because I don't think they have a good enough team to sustain multiple legs at every leg to get through. I just don't think they have the talent. Now, if it was one leg, one leg, one leg, one leg, even on the road, Messi can magic himself into a couple nice enough plays to win a game mm -hmm. every time. But that team just stinks. That is not a good roster. It's a great <laughs> top end. It's basically the Saudi league in a club or close to it. That is a bad roster. Not according to Ronaldo. It's much worse. <laughs> no. What do you think about their no, roster? No, I, I don't understand the question, Mitch. <laughs> I don't really understand the question either. I was just going off of what Dwayne said. Oh, okay. I do you think? I mean, do you think they're good enough to actually make a run if they get there? I'm just no. saying, would they get there? No. Could they claw into that last? Position? I don't think so. I, I, I mean, guys, it, would, it would be historic, like with their record right now. We're also saying, can we can we just be happy with no wooden spoon this year? We don't know that. Anyway, I, I'm not. They're adding Messi. <laughs> we're not adding Messi. You think Rafa's enough to get us out off the wooden spoon? And, I, I I don't know. And Miami down to I'd stay there? I don't Rafa think. It, I don't think it's Miami. Messi. Or Galaxy? The, Galaxy? Yeah, I think. Yeah. 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 Ooh, that would be yeah. great. Yeah. I would love Galaxy yeah. to get this man. Oh, Ricardo talking about that Zlatan debut. Now that that was one of the coolest MLS debuts. So good. By they Star. Ted Lassoed it. Straight up. Yeah. I just finished Ted Lasso this week, well, by well, the way. Technically, Ted Lasso ripped off Zlatan. That's, that's what I said. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that was great. That's how good it so was. So Zlatan did not Ted Lasso it. Ted Lasso Zlatan did. Zavad it. Okay. Zlava. It. Um, okay. You've, Zava you, to the Rapids. You've beat me into Zava. submission with semantics. <laughs> You're right. That's what we're good at on this podcast. Zava to the uh, Rapids with that fourth GP slot that will become available so that Inter-Miami can sign their super team. Avocados for let's, everyone. Let's get in. <laughs> Giant avocados for everybody. Uh, we'll get into that World Cup talk and the League's Cup talk. But first, have to talk about the homies at Shady Rays. You have to. They are the best. They have the most insane protection plan. Literally, 
You break your glasses that you bought from them, they will send you another pair. You lose your glasses that you bought from them, they will send you another pair. Same pair. Break them, not on purpose, but if you break them three times, you will get four pairs. They are true. the homies. Uh, they are an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. That's true. Uh, actually, the only time I ever owned an expensive pair of sunglasses, someone uh, I worked in this tourist uh, beach town cafe for a while in college, and someone left a pair of Gucci sunglasses. <laughs> and I wore those for a while, and they weren't that great. These Shady Rays are way better than that. Um, they have durable frames, and they're extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. Um if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they'll send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase together with their customers. Shady Rays is providing much-needed support to nonprofit partners across the U.S. through Shady Rays Impact. From building playsets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with MS the outdoor adventure of a lifetime, Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others like it now and for years to come. You can shop the entire collection at their brand new location at Park Beadows Mall. It's a full-stop shop for all things Shady Rays. And if you don't love your Shady Rays, you can exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. And exclusively for our listeners, the listeners of this podcast, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code DNVR for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. This episode of DNVR Rapids is also brought to you by Illegal Beats. Talk about the homies. We were there today, Dwayne. It's true. Lunch. You and me went to lunch at we, Illegal Pete's today. Just a couple hours ago. We put up some DNVR stickers in there, too. It we looks did. really good. And a Rapid Man, a St. Rapid Man sticker. We did. The way of Rapid Man is spreading through Denver. It's spreading. And it just spread to Illegal Pete's on Colfax. Go find it. Uh, Illegal Pete's is your go-to spot this summer. Kick back and enjoy an ice-cold margarita or cool off with a bucket of high noons. That is five high noons for just $22. That can't be right. That seems too cheap. It's really cheap. I don't know anything about the finances of those things, but I do Gotta know about... Gotta go with the bit, Dwayne. I, I do know about That's Tasty cheap. Burrito. It's cheap. That's super cheap. That's really cheap. It's cheap. It's affordable. In this economy. In this economy? Heck yeah. In this economy. That's where I Get go. yourself a bucket of crispy, boys. The high noons. Five for $22. And don't forget to follow at Illegal Pete's on Instagram to stay updated on all their big events and deals going down this summer. Stay tuned on their stories to win free tickets to the concerts you are dying to see. Illegal Pete's is here to make this summer one for the books. Illegal Pete's is your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer. Okay. We're going to start Women's World Cup, get back into League's Cup, and then we'll play our game in the third segment. Um, first, though. Women's World Cup. Obviously, going for the three-peat. Never been done men's or women's. Not just that. Betting favorites going in. Um, you have Rapino's last ride. You have... Honestly, it might be the last ride for a few more players in terms of being starters and contributors that we just don't realize that yet. In terms yep. of playing for the women's national team on a huge stage, right? Alex Morgan, um, O'Hara... Because um, you have this wave of youngsters coming Julie in. Julie Ertz as well. Julie Ertz, thank you. Um, so I guess, Matt, I want to ask you, what is maybe the storyline, player, team, whatever, that has you most interested in this Women's World Cup? 
ironically, it's outside of the United States wow. women's national team, to be honest, because I think there's enough. I think this is the most competitive pool that we've seen in three iterations of the tournament mm -hmm. in terms of it being U.S. women versus all. So in terms of that, I think that's extremely interesting. Mm -hmm. You've got a lot of debutantes as well who oh, I don't yeah. think are going to go particularly far. But how big is it for the game in Vietnam that Vietnam, Vietnam just simply qualified for the competition? And gets to play the greatest team in women's yeah, soccer. Yeah, and I mean, let's be real. Them yeah. not losing 13-0 is literally them getting a leg up on their regional rival in Thailand as well. So, but, you know, I just, I look at so many generational talents. You know, obviously Sam Kerr didn't play for Australia, but that wasn't a problem for them today, yesterday, whenever. This morning. Yeah, whenever yeah. it was that it happened. <laughs> it was this morning, in, early. Yeah. because It's really hard looking at, like, your daily scores. Yes. Because there's two that have already been played today. Yeah. And one that's going to be played today that's really getting played tomorrow yes so it's like two final scores all day long and then one still to come at 8 30 yeah the world cup's so hip it's in the future yeah. fans. it's literally tomorrow there and, <laughs> and winter yes so but you know Whoa. i look at so you've got sam kerr you've got etta higgerberg who's returning for norway as well marta um you've got marta for brazil fifth so, world cup fifth world cup that's insane. yes and that's i think that ties the record and she i think that ties the record with I can't remember if it's Pele or it's that Mexican guy who has the most number of caps. In any case, so there's all of that. Pro <laughs> that but to bring it back from, to bring it back from, I mean, he's not as no, good I as know, Messi. I know, so, I know, um, I know. so to bring it back from a U.S. women's standpoint, Mitch, the yes. U.S. is arriving as back-to-back -back champions. They're sure. arriving as the big bad wolf, you know, in the in the pig's neighborhood. But they're doing so Ooh. without some of those same players right. and with a lot of obviously a first year, a first World Cup for. Uh, Vlako Andonovsky as a head coach, obviously a number of players, including Sophia Smith, who are at their first World Cup. So they're not necessarily showing up with, they're showing up with the resume, but right. not necessarily with the actual credentials that they have right. as well. How do they mar that? Because for a couple of the big veterans, we've named one or two hamstring issues for them and the experience, the guile, the craftiness, the calm veteran demeanor on the field gets lost significantly. And can a lot of these young kids who are coming up from having that expectation, that reputation, but not necessarily yet even the opportunity to prove themselves, how do they do in that moment? Sure. A Trinity Rodman, a Sophia Smith, that's the question for me. I am so Trinity Rodman pilled, it's stupid. I'm so it's in true. on Trinity Rodman, man. I have already bet her to lead the U.S. in goal scoring. I sprinkled a little bit on Golden Boot at plus 2,500. I think I did. She's so good. And look, here's the thing. And this is kind of how it goes into where you let off with that is this is the closest it's ever been. But we're saying that because the U.S. is going to rely on players who don't have the resume. Yes. Right. What if. Like, we don't know. What mm -hmm. if. This team is better than those last teams. What if it's not actually yeah, close? I mean, it, what if it's actually the U.S. is still better than everybody else comfortably and they cruise to this three-peat with a whole new generation coming through? That's then, kind of the scary thing for the rest of the of world. The, that's yeah. proof of the grassroots movement. That's proof of the development you have with NWSL and the ability for us to move Let's on go. players to good opportunities in Europe as well. Yeah, sure. I mean, but I feel like we've seen that. Aside from the last one, which was kind of a... A given like god they just yeah through. Just, aside <laughs> from the last one it, it almost feels like every women's world cup for for usa has been the debut of new and upcoming players who just take off right away and now we, i mean we're so spoiled with with this team that it's just everyday names you know and uh it's it's not like they 
took a long time to, to cut their teeth and get good. And then they earned their spot onto the, into the national team. It's like, we saw them show up and they were just like, okay, we're still off and running. You know, we've got True. major injuries to superstars on our team. Yeah. No Mal really sucks, man. It super sucks, you know, and Sal Bron's out and, and Mewis press and, and presses. Yeah. And, and, and it's just like, those are, those are all like huge bummers. And normally I would be like, crap, we're screwed. But it's like, I'm not that way at all. I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, like we've got this new group of badasses. And I, I can't wait to see like Rodman there. I can't wait to see Sophia Smith, you know, and um, Colorado uh, showing out big it, time. Um, Thompson, Alyssa, Alyssa Thompson. Yeah, yeah. I, I always forget her first name. Uh, it's super young. I, I mean, just it's to exciting. see her get t minutes is going to be super fun and watch her do her thing. And you've still got your your vets that you get to watch that we have Seen watched some and adored yeah. for years. Some, you know, playing into the sunset and have already announced retirement. Um, and some I mean, that, let's, yeah, and, and some that are still probably going to be around, you know. Yeah, and, I mean, Alex Morgan's you know, in the NWSL. She plays Rose for San Diego. Yeah. Who is one of my favorite players on the planet. Uh you know, KDB with a with a with a <laughs> ponytail and a scrunchie totally. <laughs> <laughs> and it's an actual World Cup trophy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Love it. That's Love right. It. Eat it, KDB. Uh, I, I think I just want to piggyback on this because I, in case in case this is taking you somewhere uh, some other direction. No, no, go uh, jump in. I hope we get a, a Pino moment. Yes. Right, like that header against Brazil. I feel like it's like the, almost like, a given. She is just. You know, she's she clutch. might not have the physical advantages she's always had, but man, can't you just see semis against, I think we can, I think it kind of looks like it would be Spain or Sweden in the semis. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously not every group's going to end favorites, favorites. So, um, but couldn't you just see 80 something minute set piece, crazy counter, whatever it is. And then you have Pino just. Yeah. yeah, for you know, sure. It's just like, give me, sign me She's up for She's clutch. That. Yeah. Let like, her and Alex Morgan carry these youngsters to the promised land. I, I'm just so excited about it. Pick a player that's going to be your player for this tournament. Oh, man, that's hard. I'm already picking Rodman, so you can't, you can't go that way. You're the guest. Go, go ahead, Dwayne. No, you're no, the guest. No, no Dwayne, you're first. Uh... It's hard because I've got two, but I'll go Sophia Smith because I'm really it's a good, excited good for her. Like, I can't wait to see Colorado's own get in there and tear it up. Sure. How about you? Mm. Give me Naomi Gurma, given what wow. we said about okay. the, yeah, given what we said about, you know, the, the midfield has a lot of veterans. I'm still kind of curious to see how that's going to work up front. I think you've got enough firepower. It's just a matter of how it's going <laughs> to yes. look like. And is it is it Megan Rapino off the bench or is it Trinity Rodman and Sophia Smith being meme scoring goals as well? But Let's you look go. at <laughs> um, I have some concerns in center back. I have some concerns, excuse me, I have some concerns at the goalkeeper position. And then I just think Becky Sauerbronn is such a big loss as well yes. to where, Ugh. you know, Naomi Gurma, if she raises her level and then can just, if she can, if she can paper over whatever cracks and then get some support from either the midfield, whether it's Julie Ertz, whether it's 
um, Lindsay Horan or uh, Kelly O'Hara next to her, I think that could be the fulcrum upon which, if that's good enough, that's the base of the pyramid upon which everything else going forward, sure. going up, can be successful. Um, and if I'm picking a player outside of that as well, outside of the U.S. Women's National Team, for me, Mitch, I think it's got to be Marta. You Has look to at be. the Has to be. You look at the way the World Cup ended for her and her really famous, albeit in Portuguese, statement, you know, saying, cry now so that we can smile tomorrow. And it's like the... the this whole Brazil team and then the entire movement around it is going to be for her what Argentina did for Messi. Didn't the government winter. like approve like banking hours and everybody's working hours to change so they can watch this World Cup? Yeah. So that is so cool. Yes. So like like every single Brazilian player is gonna be going out there thinking we cannot let Marta right. down as well. Right. And I don't know that anybody else, maybe Australia with Sam Kerr, but I think there's enough other hoopla around them being a host to where that's not the immediate thought in their head. I don't know that's how Norway feels about Ada Hegerberg as well. But like the Gosh, she's fun to watch, you know, Brazil. <laughs> gives up a penalty five minutes into a knockout stage game. The goalkeeper is like, I can't let this goal in because we can't rely on Marta to score a brace. We should be able to win this game 1-0. Sure. I have to do this sure. for her as much as I'm doing this for Brazil. Sure. I don't know in my living time covering the sport that I felt that same way about a particular player with a particular team at a particular tournament, with the exception of Messi and Argentina this past winter. I believe it was you, me, Brendan Plone. And Yaya, yes, all in a big group hug, jumping up and down, <laughs> right down there in the DNVR bar I, after I was, they won. I, w I was in that. You were in that I hug was in too. The jumpy, the jumpy hug. I couldn't remember, and I'm yeah. sorry. It was a blur. It was a blur. I may have been peeing my pants. I want to <laughs> let you know that, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> we we were up here with Drew. He was walking us through those penalties. Uh, it was so crazy. Um, you're right. It's hard to find. You know, it is always nice to try and find like a non-your-team storyline to go with in tournaments like this, whether it's the Olympics, whether it's, like, you know, basketball in the Olympics or something like that. Obviously, Jokic is going to be the guy for that going forward. Um, or Jamal or whoever. You know what I mean? There's all You can always find stories. So that's really interesting. Um, I'm really excited for this Netherlands-U.S. group game. It's probably the group game of the tournament to me or close to it. You can make an argument at least. Yes. Because, yes. I mean, it's a rematch of a final Mm -hmm. Like you have as good of a, I don't know. That just seems to be the most fun it could possibly be. I don't know. There's a Brazil game there in the group with, uh, is it, is it Sweden? Uh, you get Brazil, got, Sweden in a group. Right here. Either way, I'm gonna just go with my take that that's the Brazil, best. France Brazil, France. Brazil, France. Sorry, that is a very good game as well. Sweden, Argentina might have been the one you were thinking France, about, Dwayne. France looking great yeah. at the Euros last yeah. Euros. Everyone's hyped on them and mm -hmm. La Roja you know, with Spain. Yeah. So. That's super exciting. This is just going to be so fun. And our guy, Brendan Plone, even said it today. He's like, this is going to be more exciting to me than the Men's World Cup. We're like, I'm just so excited. Um, right downstairs right now, you have the Rapids marketing crew getting ready for the watch party tomorrow night. There's scarves to give away, pint glasses like we did last time, but with the women's trophy instead of the men's trophy. Stickers. Um, I'm bringing a big pile of stickers. We have a bunch of stickers to give away. We have um, Rapids kits that are going to be, I believe, raffled off. Um, signed ball. Signed ball. Tickets to League's Cup um, against Toluca at the Dick. So 
Lots going on. We hope you're here. Matt was hanging out with us during the Men's World Cup here a lot. Um, hey, Mitch, how much are the pint glasses? They're $10. <laughs> okay. And, and then you get $2 beers the rest of the way if you bring that with you. So the same deal as the... I same, believe it was a little different where if you bought a beer with the glass before, uh-huh. but now you're buying the glass itself for $10. Okay. And then it's $2 beers. All right. Show up for three games yes. and have a beer in each half, and you've paid for yes. it, folks. Yes, correct. And correct. you get correct. a pint glass to take home. And you get a really cool pint glass. I have those in my just drinking to glass rotation. Holding the Highline pint glasses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, get those. Um, there it is. Look at that. God, super producer Tiff. Is that um, Believe? Is that your yes. creation? My that's my handiwork. That three looks so much better than the Let's Ride shirts aged. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a big difference between women's national team those, and Russell Wilson aged so poorly. I hope year. this one does it. <laughs> that was my first thought seeing it. Those Let's Ride shirts. Oh man, I'm never gonna get rid of the rest of those Let's Ride shirts. Broncos country, let's hide. Let's hide. That I is so good. Maybe oh, they man. maybe they sell this year. Maybe there's maybe. a reason to sell. Look, now if we had a shirt that said bring it in with a bunch of ones because it's the first title and Jokic is the one best player on the world, that would sell a bunch too. Anyways, I'm getting on as we do go on. <laughs> Let's shift. All our focus will be on the U.S. till tomorrow night. And then all of a sudden, Leaks Cup time. Obviously, we're excited for the Rapids. We've talked about that a bunch. We've talked about... Do we think they have a chance? Do they have what's in them to make a run? Um, assuming there's no Rafa this Sunday, which, mm-hmm. newsflash, probably not any Rafa yeah. this Sunday. Yeah. In a tournament where the, I believe there are PKs in these group games. Correct. I see the Rapids being the greatest 0-0 draw team ever made, <laughs> grinding out and hoping to get to penalties in both of these. Am I wrong? I, I don't think in, I, I don't think in both of them. I think if there's a chance, I think if they know that they need to win in that final group stage game against Toluca, I think they come out hair on fire and do everything to try and win the game. Just like we saw against Houston, just like we saw in the second half resumption against Portland Timbers. But yeah, Mitch, you know, I think you, you look at it, Nashville's lost four of their last six games. Hani Mukhtar hasn't scored in a month. Granted, that was a hat trick against DC United. So if you figure you can go in there and you can and hold Hani to it, then effectively, I, I still think Joe Willis is a better shootout goalkeeper than William Yarbrough is in that case. But I mean, you get to a draw, you've got basically effectively a coin flip to try and get two points out of that. And then you look at it thinking you control your own destiny going into the final game. Yeah. That being said, I could easily see the Rapids being the better team between the boxes and then literally the Rapids doing nothing in the attacking third and Hani getting one chance and Nashville winning one nil. Hani, my guy, get to know Bombi. He's going to be on you the entire game. He's so good. Well, Hani might make him look silly a couple times because he's young, not because he's bad. I believe. But that's what I would love to see. Put him out there. Put Bombi out there. I'm a Bombi believer. Maxu, Bombi are dynamic outside back duo next to them. Let him cook. Let him cook. Especially in that Toluca game, if you can put Rubio... Maybe he's healthy. He's on the roster. If he's healthy and ready to go, you can put Rafa and Rubio together. Then the three midfielders pick your pick your rotation there. Is if it's Acosta, Bassett, Ronan, if it's Preso, whoever, however you want to do that, 
and then your five back. I just, I, it's a tournament. Weird things happen in tournaments. Bad teams win games in tournaments all the time. Teams, Toluca, really good team. Nashville, really good team. They could stumble and not get out of this group. If like that's Rubio, just how it goes. If Ruby and Rafa are there, what's your what's your thought on the Toluca match? Oh, who wins that? Oh man, if those two are playing together, I. You think I, we pull I that can't off? really even say on this podcast because it's a family show what it would do to me, but <laughs> it is so exciting to see those two together, man. I that would be awesome. Now I don't know if we're going to. Sure. I'm just saying if but we did. Come on. You saw what putting a guy like Giassi's artist in front of Rubio does or next to. Mm-hmm. Rafa, I'm sorry. I'm a Giassi guy. Rafa is is right now at this moment. Just from what I've seen, I could be completely wrong and Two months after we see him play, but I think he's better than Giassi's artist right now. Better prospect. Giassi's cooking right now. He man. is. He's having a nice little run. True. But put those two together. Sign me up all day long. It's those be two fun. up front with Galvan on the wing, and it's literally <sighs> all sauce. <laughs> oh my God, Lewis! <laughs> like Lewis. Oh no 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 no. Okay, so two. You'd want to go two. And then Galvan, I'd go, Bassett, Ronan. I go. Four, and then two, your three. five back. I'd go four two three one. So I'd have Navajo at the nine, and then I'd go Rubio, and yes. then I would and then do Lewis. Yeah, and then I do Lewis like and Galvan, and then depending on what you wanted to do in the midfield, I think it's Ronan, and then one of Brian Acosta, Cole Bassett, or Ralph Friso, and then overlapping fullbacks on that left side because, oh. as I learned when I spoke to Andrew Gutman the other day at training. Guys, guess who Andrew Gutman was good buddies with at the Chicago Fire Academy back in the day? I already know the answer. So, Dwayne, who do you think? I don't know. Tell me the answer. Jonathan Lewis. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yes. Sure I didn't know the clip that. This week. Yes. So, I was th- so we were thinking, we see, oh, Calvin Harris and Andrew Gutman, they've got such good chemistry, and they've only just now started. And, like, you imagine what Lewis and Gutman could do as well? Look, Gutman and Harris together was sick. Gutman and Harris are like, I'm telling you. So we were lucky that we were right above that first touch for Gutman, which was right outside the box. That Mm -hmm. nice leave it, go back to it. Him and Harris doing some little interplay. Oh man, I just, I'm getting. I know I'm getting ahead of myself. I know it's not going to go well, and I don't care. (laughs) I. I'm so excited for League's Cup, and I'm excited to see these new guys play. I'm excited to hopefully see Diego Rubio come back and make an impact. Could you imagine first time we see Diego Rubio in months is you see the number 11 and the number 9 up top together against a Mexican club. DSGP is going to be rocking. Because the last time a Mexican club played there, I believe it was Club America, right? And it was a freaking madhouse. Last for what? The last time a Liga MX East club played at uh, yeah. Was that Club America? I mean, game? that was quite some time ago, but I was there. It and it was, was insane. Absolutely bananas. Now, I don't know if, I mean, Toluca's not probably going to travel the same as a Club America, but I have to imagine Oof. the crowd is fun. It's still going to be It's a good time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I was one of like 100 Rapids fans in the stadium. <laughs> and then it was all And club. it was like the most fun. Like, <laughs> it was super fun. Um, Outside of our game, that we have to cover. Oh, should we tell him on Sunday? Real quick before we get into the rest of the tournament. We got to watch along on Sunday. Dwayne, Yaya, me, sitting right here, watching along League's Cup. Turn us on. 
Jump in the chat. We'll talk about stuff. We'll try stuff. Get the game on. Get the little YouTube on. We're going to try stuff. Um, okay. watch along. Outside of that, Matt Pollard. Yes. What group, <laughs> team, player are you most excited about in this tournament? Player Messi. Okay, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> Non-Messi division. <laughs> Non-Messi division. Um, Is Messi playing... Oh, oh, oh. oh. he's playing for MLS now. <laughs> we're, 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 okay, that's the second time, guys, that Silly. Dwayne's made that Silly. face. We're turning this into a meme. Yep, it is. It will be clipped. Yes. Super producer Tiff. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole thing when Jorge Mas said, yeah, we're getting it done, and Messi's oh, debut is okay. going to be in Leafs Cup. It's tomorrow, wow, Dwayne. That's tomorrow, huh? Okay. Back to your original question. Correct. Mitch, uh, I'm going with Group D, Club America, Columbus Crew, and St. Louis City. <laughs> Club America, you know, them and Chivas, the two most story teams that you have playing in Mexico. Obviously, Club America's approach to tournaments is we would rather rage quit and get eliminated from throwing a hissy feat than actually <laughs> lose with honor. Correct. And obviously, above that, we would prefer to win it. So they're going to be in it to win it. We've already talked about the hype we feel about Columbus and them being certainly a title contender in one of several competitions later on this year and st louis city expansion team but also an expansion team that is done really well for themselves uh it's been a couple weeks i don't remember uh what the updates are on Leuven and Zhao klaus to know whether or not they're available but i you could tell me right now any one of those three teams is winning both their games and any one of those teams is losing both their games and going home early and i could be convinced of any of those scenarios i man Columbus is, I think, the most fun team to watch in the MLS right now, or close to it. Uh, St. Louis is probably the most fun story in the MLS right now. Still hanging around, still being competitive. Uh, and then you throw in Club America, which you know those stadiums are going to be the wildest atmosphere outside of Miami and Miami's games. Uh, I think you nailed it. That, I mean, to me, that has to be... That's that's the group to watch. If you are just trying to choose games to watch outside of the Rapids, um, that's going to be fun as hell. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. The other group that I'm looking at that I think is just interesting in that, to your point earlier, Mitch, about how comparing the Saudi Pro League versus MLS, it's not necessarily Al-Halal or Al-Nassar sure. versus Seattle or LAFC. It's how's your mid-table team against your other mid-table team. And the one, because of the way the numbers worked out, the one group we have with two Mexican teams is Group L, Philadelphia Union, Carretero, and Club Tijuana, two yeah. mid-teams in Liga Mekis <laughs> against a very good but Let's not go. as good as last year Philadelphia Union team. Like the... This is where I think Champions League has been unfair to MLS because, you know, it would be LA Galaxy against one of the Monterey clubs and they would lose. But then, like, you know, how does Montreal do against, like, Juarez was always the question that I had. And we're going to get a bunch of data points in this. And one of the best ones that we have is where you've got effectively where you've got an MLS team against two other Mexican opponents rather than maybe the MLS versus MLS matchup being both teams going for it and cannibalizing each other because they know that Mexican opponent is going to be quality. And we've seen Jim Curtin has, you know, has done well with this team in Champions League. So it's not like these are going to be two super unfamiliar games for them in two home games at Chester, Pennsylvania. That, okay, little spoiler alert for the game coming up. I landed on Tijuana as the Liga Mekis team <laughs> that I'm going for. Why? One, border towns are crazy. And I need a club that represents that. And it was between Juarez and Tijuana. 
<laughs> I, I knew it was going to be Juarez for you. It's not Juarez, though. It's Tijuana. I know. It's I know. Tijuana. I mean, because you have that dog that I can't pronounce the breed of because it's in like, you know, Mexican Indian. Like, it's not Spanish Mexican name. So I'm not even going to try. But it looks cool as hell. They're in the rowdiest border town. And they're just a chaos club. And that's what I'm here for. So hopefully they stick it to Philly. Even though all last year we rode for Philly pretty hard. Mitch, I'll send you the... There was a little mini documentary that was done about the... <laughs> about San Diego so white soccer fans who didn't have an MLS Going team, to Tijuana? Became, yes. Let's go! So I'll, I'll awesome. send you a YouTube video about how you can join the gringos. Oh, man. He's Make in. me an honorary gringo right now. <laughs> Sign me up. I have never been more excited for any life change than that life change right now. This is great. Dwayne, are you yeah. looking forward to any specific club, group, game, player? <laughs> I, so, I'm going to kind of give a spoiler of what the game is. No. Okay. Then, yes, yes but I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Should we just get into it then? Because we do have to kind of go well, through it pretty quick. Let's, uh, way too soon, way too soon. Prediction: who's, okay. gonna, who's gonna win it all? What's your what's your crazy or not crazy pick? Who, who's For some reason, it's telling me Tigres. Okay, I, I mean I don't think that's crazy at all. That's like, that's when I was doing the bracket thing that the Rapids put up. I think right. I landed on Tigres every time, even though I would clear it, think try and think at it from a different direction. You know, pick different upsets, et cetera, et cetera. It just I th I just think Tigres gets it. So. That's my prediction. My, my picks, I think yours is certainly pot. I think mine's a little more wacky. Okay. It's not super wacky, but I don't think anybody would pick them. Okay. I'm going Philly to win the whole Wow. Stand. Too bad they got Tijuana in their group. So Dogs are ah! barking. Ah! 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 <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> los perros de los grandes. Yes! Vamos! Two teams out of your group can move on. Let's can be go. one of them. I'm so, so excited. Okay, guys, it's yeah. time because we got to make Matt? room. Oh yeah, Matt. Sorry, uh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, give me so Monterrey. Um, they do really good against American opposition, and they're typically good on knockout competitions, regardless of which side of the border it's on. Let's go. Nobody picked Club America. Kind of surprised. <laughs> That's what I think. Oh, um, there we go. We finished twelfth in the Klausura. We, they might be mid. We got we got Rockies in here soon in Studio A. Shout out to the DNVR Rockies homies. Um, but let's get to this game. We got a game to play. We are drafting. Do you like Matt? We threw your head on there. I picked All your. Right. I picked your. Fancy, <laughs> it's not cartoony. But I picked your fancy well, LinkedIn. Yeah. Oh. You're, you're so, professional. Yeah. Uh, we are going to draft logos of all the clubs. In League's Cup. In League's Cup. Dwayne being a designer. I Matt have totally and I, different reasons for picking. Matt and I just <laughs> being ball knowers. Dwayne also a ball knower, but mostly a designer when it comes to this. Would we like to I'm go more design through? Knower. It's going to go one? Matt, it's in order. me, yep. Dwayne. And then Dwayne will double up and we'll go snake so style servants, back. Serpentine. Correct. Snake Serpentine draft. Yeah. draft. Shout out to my AFE heads. I'm not going to try and pull a Sean Jordan on that one, but... You guys understand how the Serpentine Draft mm -hmm. works. So, with that in mind, 
with every do you want to just throw up those do you have those graphics queued up tiff really quick let's just go one and then we'll go okay so here Give we got mls east here we got east here Here's what, if you're not watching and you're listening, this is riveting uh, stuff for audio podcast. This is a visual <laughs> segment. Go ahead and give a five star review after that. So uh, here's <laughs> the first card of Liga, um, and then there's a second grouping as well. Um, so there's a quick look if you're watching. God, those are just they're so they're perfect. Um, okay, with that in mind, Matt Pollard, you have the number one pick. In the logos of the League's Cup draft. Now, are we picking? Are, are we arguing versus against other people's picks? Or are we just picking and moving? Well, I, I think we can talk about the big ones early. And then sort of the last couple of rounds, we probably have to go quick to get rapid. Okay. Rocky when you pick RSL's so. press, we're going to give you crap about that it. That's true. I would yeah. never do that. Okay. He's going to pick Dallas first. Watch. So I would, I would never pick <laughs> RSL. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay, but I don't think it's very good. Okay, but Matt, you are up. number one pick. You're on the clock. Who do you okay, got? so first of all, I will start by saying I'm doing this exclusive. I'm doing this on the cret. I'm taking out my fandom or my affinity Absolutely. towards that club. Absolutely. In that, so so that's the context with how I'm viewing this as a viewing it as a neutral. How do I like the crest and then the symbology and what it means visually? So with the first <laughs> overall pick, uh, Matt Pollard SC here is selecting <laughs> Club America. Damn. That's an excellent choice. Yes, tied for the second oldest crest that you have in League Mekis. They've never changed it in over 80 years now. You've got the it's like it looks like the globe of the earth and then you've got it looking also like a soccer ball as well it's oh, a it's little bit so simple good. but it's old school it's classic right I love there it. look at that logo man with the ca it's it's goofy and, it's, and it's great at the same time it's a great on the kit crest it's a great on a hat crest yeah uh, I like this version where we're just supportive. This is nice. <laughs> well, I'm going to touch it when you haven't picked well, yet. I know so, you are. I know um, you are. <laughs> Okay. My pick. Hmm. Okay. I think I might have to mix it up a little bit. Um. Okay. I got to pick my dogs, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were. Tijuana. First pick. Let's go. God, I love them. They are so sick. Uh, it's, I, again, I'm not going to try and pronounce the breed. It's okay. For those of you that are not familiar with it and you're not watching, maybe you're listening in, at work or in your car, um, Tijuana is, is, it's literally, they just, um, uh, I'm not going to say they did a great job of it, but they took a picture of a, of a, <laughs> of a dog and they vectorized it and threw it into a logo, and uh, and it's awesome. It's, it's got a dog in it. Like who doesn't so love that? Awesome. You are right, Texas Vikings. It does look like a D three basketball logo, and that's <laughs> why I like it. <laughs> that's that's why I love it. That's my squad, oh my baby. So We're riding hard. His dogs are barking. He's, Let's go. He's not wrong with that. Vamos, perros. Let's go. All right. Wayne, you are on the clock. All right. I'm on the clock. With my first pick, I'm going to take it to the MLS. Ooh. And I am not going probably with what most people would normally gravitate to for MLS. Instead, I am going with the Philadelphia Union. I absolutely adore their logo. Hate uh, it. The symbolic 
of of the snake, um, their role in being part of the founding of the country, one of the thirteen original colonies symbolized by the 13 stars it's also the only logo in mls that has a serif font um a serif font is the letters that have the little feet at the end like at the bottom of the a um you can snore all I you want kidding. but this is good stuff um yeah uh it's a great logo i just i, wish I love the snake how was cooler yeah, That's I mean, well, the original one is, is chopped up, right? You know, and, and it's they, they didn't go with that, which was very like an obvious thing to do. So I like no, that they I know. I just wish put it, it together more to it. it's too because simple. it's the union. I get it. So they put right. the snake together. together. That's smart. Okay, um, fair enough. All right. But I think it's a great logo. I love that you can read Philadelphia on a circle logo really, really big. You're going to see a lot of fails in the MLS with not seeing the name of your club in one of these circle badges not Philadelphia. They did it the right way. It's okay. bold and clear. All right, moving on. Great Second logo. pick with the serpentine. Oh yeah, um, I'm gonna, <laughs> I forgot. It's me again. All right, I'm. 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 I don't know if this is my second choice, but I'm going to make it my second choice because I don't want to lose it. Um, this is why I couldn't talk about. Uh, <laughs> do I have a club that I want to watch? Because because of this game, I now have a a, a Liga team that is now my favorite. Um, unfortunately, they are not very good, um, but all of their logo elements are things that I really, really enjoy. Um, and so with my second pick, I'm going with Mazatlan FC, uh, relatively new club, 2020 old club turned into a new club, but man, I grew up near the ocean and this thing's got an anchor cannons. Very cool uh, lighthouse. Very cool logo. They're, they're, it's a beach town. Um, their stadium is nicknamed <clears throat> El Kraken. It's just, there's so much badassery to just the feeling uh, of this club. Um, I wish they were better, uh, <laughs> but um, I just, I love the elements of included in this logo, even though. To my point about Philadelphia, you can't read it really well. On the a cannons are cool as hell. It's so cool. Purple's good. Yeah, That's you don't a good see a logo. lot of purple. It's it's just it's easily identifiable. I really enjoy it. All right, good pick, Dwayne. Way better than your Philly pick. Uh, it was right up there, which with, was with Tijuana for me. Like it was really those two for me for Liga. It's so cool. Yeah. All right, Jarrett. I can't believe you're gonna bully me into that for a simple like. You know what? No, I'm not going to dance for you. <laughs> De Caliente. Club. I don't know. Tijuana. Jolo it's Quintles De Caliente. How close, that was, pretty close. was I? I think that's a 98%. That's right. It, it, it's good enough, Dwayne. It'll, it'll um, be good enough for the other gringos. That's right, baby. All right, back to Gringos. Matt. Gringos. Okay, my pick. I do not have back-to-back, -back, but I do get my next pick. Wait, Dwayne, who did you pick? For number two, Mazatlan. Mazatlan. I'm also keeping track just in case. Um, okay. Uh, second pick. I'm going to the MLS. I love this. Uh, it's modern. It's cool. It represents the geography of this club. I think better than any other crest in the MLS. I'm taking white caps. <gasps> oh, my gosh. I think it's a. I did not expect you to pick that. Why? Um, I thought you were going to go with a different, a different MLS team first. Nope. 
This logo is great. It. Yes, it's so good. It is so good. Man, Shout out. That was going to be my next Look pick. Look at I'm all about the yeah. border towns on the other <laughs> side <laughs> of the border, baby. The rowdy Canadians. <laughs> I'm all about the vice. Give me the vice. I and do. I am taking Vancouver. Matt, how do you feel about Vancouver's? Um, I mean, I like it. It's about it's not who based on what you said before picking it, it's not who I would have predicted you would have said about the geography. Well you get and it's everything. mountains to ocean. Yes. Yes, right? I get that. Yes. And I just think it looks so That's perfect. Mm -hmm. I love it. Okay. Up next. It's a good logo. It's Matt Pollard. It's you have two choice. in a row. Two in a row. As it is a Serpentine draft. Okay, so we're going to stick in the Western Conference of Major League Soccer, and I'm going to pick the crest that at the time that it launched, I thought it was the best in Major League Soccer when they made the jump to MLS, and that is Minnesota United. Oh, You've got the loon, which one. on its own is a fun thing that they've had so much fun symbolism with, and then you got the other stuff going on around, so similarly playing on the winter and the icy coldness, just like Vancouver as well. I love it. It's awesome. You see it, you know, immediately who it is whether it's the entire crest or just the loon itself and fun nickname associated with it and it's a cool bird as well mitch loons are awesome loons unlike, are unlike canadian geese correct loons are great kind of has like this angel vibe going like uh very epic more epic than a loon is because a loon's basically a black duck mm -hmm. uh, what, what, I, <laughs> what i love about it is that it didn't try to pretend to be premier league and put itself in a shield you know, it's got its own unique <laughs> Every container. Every other logo does that. <laughs> yes. In the West. Yes. It's pretty irritating. Uh, <laughs> that's why Whitecaps is great. Um, it's unique. Um, but Loons is great, too, because even within their container, whatever you want to call it, I love that the wing breaks through. Um, it's a really nice one. Cool. All right. Uh, Matt Pollard, your third pick. Okay, um, this is a crest that I think is going to get a lot more appeal internationally with certain jerseys that people are buying this week and next week. <laughs> okay. I'm going with Club Internacional de Football Miami. Great choice. <clears throat> this, this is my the first... The pink, the flamingos. <clears throat> this is my first logo that I think is not great. Wow. What don't you like about it, Dwayne? Uh, I think it's brittle and weak Okay. Um, from a design perspective. Okay. Like... It's just got those skinny, tiny little letters, those tiny little breakable flamingo legs. Uh, you know, they're, they're, it, they're herons. They, oh, I thought they were flamingos. See, you don't even know what kind of, I don't even know what kind of bird it is by looking Wait, at Wait, they're this. not flamingos? I don't believe they're flamingos. They look like flamingos in there. Okay, but, but they're but, pink. But, but Madison is already flamingo. You can't also have the flamingos as well. That's a good point. Well, that's another right, strike right. against I this logo. It. Maybe they're eyeballs. We don't know, we no, don't know no, what this I bird think is. You're going to see this jersey all over the world. Oh, for and sure. I think it's really cool. That's a it's really good thing. It's going to be pick. like the most You're popular investing. jersey. You're investing and in the fact yeah. that we've seen FC Dallas has they, their names in their crest, but like the you have an MLS team that I think was brave and rightfully enough to put their name in Spanish on there sure. as well. You even got the accent over the U in football as well. That's perfect. And yep. I love the asymmetry of the fact that the year they were they started 2020, you've got the Roman numerals on the bottom, and it's MMXX as well. So when you can't decide between uh, modern circle or Premier League shield. Go both. Cool. Okay, we got it, Dwayne. <laughs> right. You hate pink. We do have to speed it up because Rockies is coming up. So, well, Susie's not in here yet, actually. So, we'll we'll, we'll discuss these last two, and then the, the last two rounds will be more of a lightning. Make your pick, say one thing, move along. It's back to Mitch. Um, 
I'm taking probably the simplest logo in this competition. The most basic looking. But I like it in its simplicity. Pumas. <laughs> oh, man. So Pumas is, if you're not watching, is a triangle with a very, very basic Puma With head a kitty cat. <laughs> Look at it. It's so cute. Uh, it's a funny logo. I love the simplicity. I'm not against it. It's just, I love, it is very basic. It's the opposite of Tijuana's crest. <laughs> yes. Uh, and it's just, it's basic. But Pumas being as good as they are. You can kind of ride the sim the simple logo a little farther. Um, so I pick that. Dwayne, your third pick. All right. Um, because uh, the loons are gone and, and whitecaps are gone, um, I am down to one that will surprise you, Mitch. <laughs> FC Dallas, a team that I loathe. Oh! Uh, it is, from a design standpoint, a super-duper solid logo. Um, I mean, just you look at it, you know exactly where they are from. Correct. If, if you could not read... That's Texas, baby. If you couldn't read, you'd know where that comes from, and that's a just a damn good design to be able to do that. But it fits really well. Um, they fit that bull in there really well. The name is big and bright. It's got the stars, state colors... Uh, that's just a, a real solid logo. So FC Dallas. All right, lightning round. Your fourth pick. Oh gosh, it's me again. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh man. Um, I'm gonna go old school. I'm gonna go DC United. Oh, I hate it. I, but I can't uh, talk about it because it's a lightning round. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you can talk about it. I guess Susie. I like the original. Here, I like so. the original DCU logo better. Me too. I don't For like sure. the change. Yeah, yeah, I like this one too. I just think it's I a didn't nice have shape. it on my list. That's okay. I put down fifteen because there's fifteen picks, and I've I had a short out list, four. and almost my entire um, list is gone. <laughs> okay, my picked. next pick is the newest logo in this competition. Mm. Ticket St. Louis. I love it. I love the geometry. I love a town with a very distinct. Uh, and weird, uh, uh, what am I looking for? Monument. So I like that. Put the arch in there, throw in some other stuff. Nice colors. Give me St. Louis. Mitch, since you picked it, I have to ask on the record. Is that color red or pink? It's red. Okay. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Matt Pollard, your fourth and then your fifth. Picks. Okay, my fourth pick. We're going back to Liga MX. Uh, this crest is busy. It has a lot going on Let's go. in a fun kind of way. But you look at the history <laughs> when it matters. Yeah, I have to go with Club Deportivo Guadalajara. Guadalajara. Yes. What a pick. That's as old school as yes. a football logo can get. And then also going with an old school pre-MLS related one as well. It's iconic. It's simple. You immediately know what it is. And most importantly, it's got a giant Viking axe in the middle of it. Portland yeah. Timbers. Great pick. Great, Great pick. pick. That was on my list. That was on my list. Um, all right, Matt, your club, you are done. I'm, I'm done, and my, I'm happy with my draft you got board a good right draft. now. You got a good draft My there. last pick. I don't know about Miami, but I really love your other picks. My last pick. Uh, do I want to go modern or a nice new team embracing a traditional crest? 
I'm going Austin FC for my I'm, last pick. I've been sitting on that one because I thought for sure that was going to be your first MLS pick. No, I mean, honestly, I had another one, but I, I just, it's, it fits the Verdes thing. It's just, it's You're going it's, with the broccoli. The FC below the, uh, below the branches. It's great. Okay. Dwayne, your final with pick. The broccoli. Um, broccoli FC, baby. Dang. I, um, I might be out of logos here. There's a Give bunch me, more. I, I, out of ones that I'm really good <laughs> Thank you, Tiff. RSL's um, still on the board, Mitch. Never. <laughs> never. Before Portland. Before Portland. Guadalajara. Uh, okay. I know who I'll finish with. Chivas. Um, All right. <clears throat> let me just double check. All right. I'm going to finish off here with a new-ish team. Okay. Uh, with a very conceptual logo that I like. Okay. Nashville. Oh, okay. I it was on my list. It was on my taking, list. Taking something that is so part of your town's identity, which is music and sound, and figuring out a way to visualize sound. All right. I uh, hear, I awesome. hear Susie. We got to rush so, through this last bit. It's great. Susie's here. We got to get Rockies going. My last one was Austin. Um, all right, guys, that's going to do it for Hi, us Susie. here at DNVR Rapids. Susie Hunter in the house. Christian Perez in the house. Rocky Show. Christian Saez in the house. Don't My bad. I said Perez. It. The uh, Yankees The homies destroyers. are about to, to talk some baseball after we talk football. <laughs> football. <laughs> Footy. Footy. <laughs> With uh, your guys, feet. We are also an audio medium. Throw a like uh, wherever you are, a five-star review wherever you can. Um, become a diehard member at thednvr.com. Get all your cool stuff. Matt Pollard, where can they find you? Follow me on Twitter at LWS Matt Pollard. Check out my content written at burgundywave.com. And then obviously this week's episode of Holding the Highline with Rabbi and Red already launched. Do it. Listen, this guy knows more has already forgotten more about the MLS than I'll ever <laughs> learn in my life. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and follow him everywhere. Follow us everywhere. Like and subscribe. Hang and out at the bar tomorrow. Hang out at the bar with me and Dwayne World all Cup. weekend, baby. And more important than that, up the pits. <laughs>